Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson. So grateful that you're listening to us on our program today. Today's show, we've got a Mailbag Monday edition of the program where we answer your questions that you send us on Twitter and emails. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Devils your first listen every day when it comes to Duke Athletics. I'm greatly appreciative of that. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to follow and subscribe Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's program, answering some of your questions. First question today comes from email, LockdownBlueDevils at gmail.com. Kelly wrote a question, what games outside of the UNC games do you think mean the most to Coach K? It's a fun question. Coach K entering his 42nd year as the head coach of the Duke men's basketball team, and obviously those North Carolina games I would expect mean a lot. I think Coach K would have to say, uh, Kentucky, probably considering the big games, you think about the Christian Leitner shot that took place uh, every three years in the Champions Classic. You know, it's Kentucky in rotation between Kentucky, Kansas, and Michigan State. So all the great meetings he's had with John Calipari. I think the fact that Coach Cal and Coach K are the two forefront figures when we think about the one-and-done era in college basketball, that makes the matchup extra special the meetings that take place. And he's gone against other great coaches at Kentucky. I think back to somebody like Tubby Smith that he went head-to-head against in his career. Coach Guy's been there a long time. And so I think those matchups with Kentucky probably mean a lot. I'd say the same for NC State, Wake Forest. I think because of volume of those contests, they've got to mean a lot because you're playing them so frequently there in the ACC. And also two schools that are in your state, like you're recruiting against NC State, against Wake Forest oftentimes for those uh, in-state kids. You know his relationship with uh, Jimmy V, Jimmy Valvano, who was the head men's basketball coach at NC State. Same could be said with Skip Prosser, the late great former head coach of the Wake Forest Demon Dinkins. I think every time that Coach K competes against Army, his alma mater and a school that he was the head coach of for five years is extra special. So that'll be the second game of the season, the first home game in Cameron Indoor this year for Duke. I think that's going to mean a whole lot to Coach K. So I'd say that has always been one that stands out. And then probably matchups against like big figures, big names in college basketball. I think every time we play Syracuse and it's Coach K versus his good friend Jim Beheim, or a matchup against Michigan State. Again, we see them every three years in the Champions Classic. Uh, Tom Izzo, we've had a lot of big NCAA tournament games versus uh, Michigan State. Grayson Allen's uh, season in 2015 had a big dunk that I'm thinking of there in the uh, was that Final Four versus the Spartans. So, yeah, we, we got a lot of good moments between Duke and Michigan State. I think those games probably mean a good bit to Coach K. Kelly, that's a fun question. I was uh, had a lot of fun thinking about that one, so thank you for asking. Next question here in Mailbag Monday. Mark writes in, what does Duke football need to do in the second half of the season to make you believe David Cutcliffe should return next season? Consistency is the biggest thing. Playing a competitive four quarters and just being competitive every time you're on the football field. On Saturday this past week, Duke lost 48 to nothing versus Virginia. It was pathetic. It was terrible. It was awful. 
lousy, whatever negative adjective you can think of. That's how I would describe that Duke football game. Coach Cutcliffe described it as a gut check. Like, yeah, that is a gut check. You just lost 48 nothing. You've lost to Virginia seven straight years. you got to be more competitive if uh, you want Coach Cutcliffe to stick around turning 67 back in September. He's already nearing that retirement age, and you just want there to be life in this Duke football program. You don't want this thing to be stagnant. So I've got to see consistency. I've got to see a competitive football team. As again, they go into the bye this week and then five games left on the schedule for Duke football at number 16, Wake Forest, versus number 23, Pittsburgh, at Virginia Tech, a home game versus Louisville on a Thursday night, and then you close out the year Thanksgiving week with a home game versus Miami. So, uh, Mark, thanks for the question. I need Duke to be more competitive moving forward in the second half to make me believe David Cutcliffe should return next season. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, I'll answer more of your questions right here on Locked On Blue Devils. Today's show is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Price Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have ever heard of. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns and even interceptions thrown. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections and you can come up and win 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Make sure you use promo code Locked On, and that promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize pick allows mixed sport entries, as you can combine basketball, football, basketball, and any other sport. It's an awesome thing to check out. As also, make sure you use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made up in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use promo code Locked On or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Welcome back into Locked On Blue Devils. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. If you're listening to this today, maybe it's your first time listening to Locked on Blue Devils. Thank you, first and foremost, for listening. If you have any questions about the Duke Athletics world, every several weeks on Mondays, I do a Mailbag Monday edition of this program and answer all of your questions. So whatever you've got on your mind, reach out and I'll answer them here on the program. Ryan has the next question, again, through email, LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. What is the draft stock of Mateo Durant? Fun question. Durant has by far been the best player for Duke this year. Six foot one, 195 pounds at that running back position. The Sports Illustrated scouting report for him right now. says solid burst, keeps pad level low, home run speed, good vision. All good things that you like to hear about running backs as they're getting ready to enter the NFL draft. Deion Jackson was the guy ahead of Mateo Durant at Duke for the first couple of years. He was an undrafted guy last year. Had a cup of coffee there with the Indianapolis Colts and is doing practice squad things now in the NFL. I think that Mateo Durant will be drafted. I'm seeing a lot of round three to round five grades for him when it comes to that April 2022 NFL draft. Uh, Last year as a junior, Mateo Durant had 817 rushing yards as more of the secondary back in 11 games played. This year, he's got 166 attempts, 870 rushing yards, second in the ACC 5.2 average per carry, second in the ACC, and then nine 
rushing touchdowns. That's tied for first in the league. He's a very effective running back. I think teams are going to see that. I think they're going to give him a chance to be a draft pick in the National Football League, and that's really exciting. Ryan, thank you for that question. Dr. J sent a question. How concerned are you with the A.J. Griffin injury? I would say mildly concerned. I can't overlook this. It is a knee sprain. and This knee injury is something that A.J. Griffin has had in high school and uh, forced him to miss time. So anything uh, time it's repetitive or something like that, I think there's a level of concern there. The fact he hasn't started his playing career and the injury has already taken place, you got to be a little concerned. But this is an elite athlete in A.J. Griffin. This is a guy that the Athletic released their mock draft today for 2022. He was the number seven player off the board. Paulo Bancaro was number one. A.J. Griffin was number seven. Mark Williams was number 21. Yeah, think about that. Duke has three projected first-round picks for a Duke men's basketball team that struggled getting their guys into the league last year. So A.J. Griffin, I think, will be a special player for Duke, but I do think you have to have some level of concern for the injury, given the history that's kind of with it and that sort of thing. So hopefully A.J. can have a speedy recovery and get back down on the playing court in no time. At Countdown to Craziness this past weekend, he was a part of it. He did the player introductions and that sort of thing, got the crowd hyped. Of course, he did not compete in any of the scrimmage competitions, but it was good to see him out there. So, uh, yeah, I'm concerned for sure about that A.J. Griffin injury. Hopefully, he's got a speedy recovery. Thanks for the question, Dr. J. All right, let's take one more break in our program. When we come back, the final questions today of Mailbag Monday here on Locked on Blue Devils. Today's show was brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's so good. 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors to choose from, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, and more, as Built Bars are healthy and great for the health conscious guy. Covered in 100% chocolate, that's a crime, that shouldn't be fair, and yet it's still good. Soft and easy to chew, and it is good for you. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. A great flavor like peanut butter, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. You need to go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Proud sponsor of Locked On Blue Devils. Welcome back into Locked On Blue Devils here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is JJ Jackson. All right, Brooks sent us a question here on Mailbag Monday. Does being shut out by Virginia football concern you? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, this is concerning. Duke lost 48 to nothing against the Virginia Cavaliers. They were trailing 34 nothing at halftime. Seven straight wins now for the Cavaliers over Duke. This Duke football team came into the contest averaging 496.8 yards of offense. That's third best in the ACC. Against Virginia, they only had 325, nearly 500 yards of offense as an average, and they have 325 yards of offense versus Virginia. UVA is a football team that gave up 699 yards earlier this season versus North Carolina. In a 59-39 loss, Duke football, they they turned the ball over four times. That's not good. You can't win football games when you do that. Obviously, your yardage numbers are going to go down because your drives are starting much sooner. They've got to take care of the football. They did not do that. Plain and simple, Duke did not do that this past weekend versus Virginia. Coach Cutcliffe called it a gut check. 
Absolutely, it's a gut check. You got to get this thing figured out and play better football. Look, they turned the ball over in the red zone, turnover on downs. Uh, Charlie Ham had been the kicker all season long. Matt Allswanger was the kicker for Duke yesterday, and uh, he missed a 25-yard field goal. That's a chip shot. He was 0-for-1 on the day. Charlie Ham, I guess he was benched after going 2-for-4 last week, might be dealing with an injury, trying to get further details on that. But Allswanger missed a 25-yarder. Like, it was just not Duke's day as that ball was kicked, clinked off the upright, and Duke was unable to score in that scenario. And then, uh, as I said, they turned the ball over four times, and Virginia capitalized. They win the football game 48-0. If the, Coach Cutcliffe is talking about being gut-checked and, and, and needing to go through that, you wonder about, uh, is this team still motivated to keep playing this football season? So I am concerned. Hopefully this bye week will do them good, and they'll be able to come out of it on the other side. A tough test at number 16, Wake Forest, who's incredible this season. Uh, so we'll have to see how Duke responds to their shutout that they, uh, you know, they did not score at all versus Virginia. Brooks, thanks for that question. Locked on Blue Devils, Mailbag Monday continues as Mike writes in, what are the updates on Duke men's basketball and NBA training camps? Great question to ask. Nine players were cut by uh, NBA teams as the season starts tomorrow. Tip-off for the basketball season tomorrow again as at nine former Duke Blue Devils were waived by their teams. Marquise Bolden, Jabari Parker, Javin Delorier, Harry Giles III, Jaleel Okafor, Cassius Stanley going into just his second year, Quinn Cook, and then the two Duke Blue Devils that we talked about their decisions to go pro after last season, DJ Stewart and Matthew Hurt, both went undrafted and both were waived. DJ Stewart waived by the Sacramento Kings, Matthew Hurt waived by the Houston Rockets, so not ideal for those guys. Several other players are having really incredible training camps. I know that the New York Knicks are excited about another year of R.J. Barrett. Zion Williamson did suffer a foot injury. He's going to miss a little bit of time at the start of the year, but uh, Zion's going to be great as always. Cam Reddish should be back healthy for Atlanta alongside first-round pick Jalen Johnson, of course, who opted out of the basketball season last year for Duke but was a first-round pick. So Jalen Johnson and Cam Reddish are there together. We thought for a moment Jaleel Okafor would also be a part of the Atlanta Hawks, but he, of course, was waived by Atlanta. So he's got to look for a new home. So nine players waived, but Duke still has tons and tons of guys in the NBA. As the one-and-done era helps with that. The fact that, uh, look, every year you're putting a couple of more guys into the NBA circle helps. It helps your numbers. It helps your volume and that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, those are some of the bigger updates on the Duke men's basketball front in NBA training camps. Last question today comes from Becca. Becca here on the Locked On Blue Devils mailbag. How did the weekend competition go for Duke men's and women's soccer? Thank you for asking, Becca. She sent that question to us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Duke soccer, something that I like to talk about every few weeks, give you an update on because both of these teams have been in the top five for the majority of the season. So, yeah, they deserve some love. They're doing a really good job. Duke men's soccer, 9-3. and three. Overall on the season, 4-2 and two in the ACC. They played number 23, Clemson. Last weekend, they lost by a score of 3-2 to two in overtime. Coming up tomorrow, the men's soccer team plays at Furman. That's their final non-conference competition of the year before two ACC games remaining, then the ACC tournament, then the NCAA tournament. The men's team still in the top 10 in the entire country. Women's soccer, 10-2-1 overall on the year, 4-2-1 in the ACC. They won 2-0 at Wake Forest. Here this past week. Coming up on Thursday, they've got a home game versus Notre Dame. Again, women's soccer, top five in the country. Looking forward to the ACC tournament and an NCAA tournament 
as well. Michelle Cooper has been outstanding, the freshman for Duke women's soccer, scoring tons of goals throughout the year. And then Ruthie Jones, of course, the goalkeeper, another shutout, another clean sheet. As again, Duke beat Wake Forest 2-0. That means Ruthie Jones did not allow any goals to be scored. Her brother Bates Jones debuted for the men's basketball team this past weekend as they had countdown to craziness. So Bates Jones was in action, the graduate transfer from Davidson. And of course, their brother, Daniel Jones, was the Duke football quarterback. He's now the quarterback for the New York Giants. Coming up on tomorrow's show, tomorrow marks three weeks away from the start of the college basketball season. So we'll talk about countdown to craziness and what we saw in that event to get us excited for this Duke men's basketball team, the final year that uh, Mike Krzyzewski is the head coach for the Duke Blue Devils. Thank you again to everybody that submitted questions for our Mailbag Monday edition of this program. Your questions are always welcome on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils or by sending an email, LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. My name is JJ Jackson. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore Again, follow our show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to follow and subscribe to Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and review. It means a whole lot when you take the time to do that. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.